this weekend sucked. Next on Around the Couch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, did it. Holy cow. Welcome everyone to Around the Couch, an NFL podcast brought to you by the DVR Podcast Network. You can check us out at DVRpodcast.com. You can become a patron. It's the holiday season. Become a patron. Go to patreon.com slash DVR. Thank you to all the patrons. We love you. We think probably Manny's the only patron that's listening. Oh, James, too. But uh, we, we love well, you. Well, maybe all. me and me and Brett and Solo. Oh, that's true. Listen. That's true. That's true. I guess I'm <laughs> in, in a way a patron as well. Um, <laughs> so I we all appreciate it. We're here to talk to NFL. All our teams suck balls, and uh, Solo's going to tell us about some other shit. <laughs> yeah. What what a crappy weekend, gents. BTK, Ando, Axel is here. I'm Heath Solo. And yes, uh, I lost all my bets. I got knocked out of our fantasy league playoffs. My team stunk. I'm sure other crap happened that, oh, I went one and one in Brett's stupid pool, you know, because <laughs> Carolina beat his stupid Falcons. But other than that, it was a wonderful weekend. <laughs> no, it wasn't. So I just got some quick news. We, last week, we went a good three hours. We had like an hour love seat. I was given therapy to Axel about being a Jets fan. This week, we're going to be a little more precise, quicker, get to the root of everything so we can uh, enjoy the holiday weekend. But we'll still bring you great around-the-couch knowledge. Yeah, uh, it's, oh, it's a week old, but we were talking about it as we were recording last week during the Thursday game, Chargers-Raiders. And the Raiders demolished the Chargers, like was a sixty-three to twenty-one or something. Uh, of course, Brandon Staley and the actual GM got fired that Friday morning, and so maybe in an attractive job, but the Chargers have salary cap problems and Herbert coming off an injury. They have aging players, so um, I don't know. Ando, is, would this still be an attractive job? Or I mean, a lot of people are saying like because. Being here in LA, no no one's a Charger fan. You got mm-hmm. your Fairweather Rams fans and everyone's a transplant around here. It's why we didn't have an NFL team here for so long. But I, I mean they're talking maybe the Chargers will move to London or Germany or something or what you know, it it made sense. I guess it was all money to come to LA, but you know, at least San Diego they had a base. But any thoughts on whether whether this will be an attractive job to somebody. I could see somebody actually like I think I brought up the thing about the aging the aging roster. The skill positions are aging. I mean Allen and those guys are hurt all the time and they're getting old. But it might actually be a, 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 a attractive job to somebody like Belichick. You get to go and play in warm weather you live in warm weather, he would get a huge contract to go there. I mean a, a guy that's getting close to retiring Going to living in Southern California in a brand new stadium doesn't exactly sound like the worst place in the world to go. The only thing I'm hearing, Axel, is that the Spanos family, that they normally don't pay big money for a coach and GM and whatnot. So they would really have to just say, screw it. Uh, so, Axel, do you think Belichick would, would, pot, would consider this job? You know, I think especially when it comes to head coaches, you never know. 
right? You just never know. Uh, I think a lot of times you hear, they're not going to do this or like listening to Lombardi. This person's going to do that, that. And then they get into a room and they're like, fuck it. I'll bet it all on Belichick. You know what I mean? And and then he's right. a GM and a coach again. So I would not, I think once the off season starts, we'll see what happens. Honestly, nothing would surprise me. Um, and I'm not convinced that Belichick is leaving New England still. So I don't right. I don't know anything until it happens. I just know one thing. The Chargers made the right move. <laughs> so BTK sucked. They they made the right move. Would Kirby Smart leave Georgia to go uh coach the Chargers? <laughs> that, that would shock me. Um but you know what? It's I don't know what is inside his head if if he has aspirations to coach in the in the NFL one day. If se- he seems like the perfect fit at Georgia right now, like he could be there for decades. But right. you know, I don't I don't know what's in his head. Um, what the hell so are we on this pod could, for then? What do, uh, well, like Axel Athens said, not, it's almost like any nothing would surprise me because right, I've been right. surprised before enough to where like Sean Payton going to Denver was pretty surprising to me at the time um so i, I thought I he'd like, wait for this job wait a year for this job yeah to be yeah. totally honest I, I feel like he definitely could have waited for better jobs um you know so i feel like any coach could almost land anywhere yeah and uh you know so belichick and san and san diego see i said san diego shit la uh why not <laughs> all right <laughs> Uh, just a quick note. I, I wrote this down because I thought it was funny. So Susan Boyle, a.k.a. Tim Boyle, signed to the Texans practice squad. <laughs> so the only thing, the reason I bring that up, other than it's hilarious, because he was the big Jets quarterback for two weeks or one week, whatever it was. Um, do you, because they have Case Keenum and Davis Mills and Stroud, who's in a concussion protocol still, do they sign him to the practice squad because they're worried that C.J. Stroud might be out another week or two? Mm. Do you think? Possibly. I mean, so that I mean that could be because it'd be we, it's weird to sign one of the practice squad now it, with having the three guys they have. Maybe so, they're expecting to have another ten or fifteen quarterbacks go down over across the league in the next three weeks. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, they're, they're, they're right, loading up. Yeah, you're probably right. Who knows? I'm trying to I, see I don't know how this guy got a job. Where else did he play, Boyle? Well, Green Bay, right, Green Bay. Detroit. Let's um, see. Green Bay, Detroit. He, yeah, he went from Green Bay to Detroit to the Jets. So is there any connection there at, you know, because it could just well, be that he knows somebody. You know what I mean? Or someone was like, hey, yeah. he's a good practice squad guy. Because, you know, right, like a lot of these guys, it, it might have nothing to do with him actually playing. So, you know, his job really is going to be to run reps with other people, I guess, or whatever. Yeah, it could the be the system, could does. be one assistant assistant coach yeah. that had him. See, we forget about all these little connections. Yeah. We, we hear the big ones like Hackett and Rogers or whatever. But, yeah, there's those little ones there. Like, actually, the Tim Boyle connection, we didn't realize that, you know. Uh, that he, you know, so, um, okay. Now the last news thing I have is this whole DeVito's pizza place. <laughs> oh, Tommy lasagna. 
So, <laughs> Donna Jaleo's Old Fashioned Pizzeria in Morristown. Morristown, baby. Oh. Okay, first of Morristown. all, Morristown oh, was five minutes from five ten minutes from my house. Been there millions of times. Used to work there actually. The Star Ledger had a Morristown branch, and that was the last time I wrote for them. Um, and I probably, if this place was around twenty years ago, I probably ate there. Wonderful. I actually was in Morristown <laughs> as well. One of my fraternity brothers was from Morristown. No and way. So we went. We yeah, we went Washington to. Washington We stayed at his. We stayed at his place because we went in uh, one year. I think it was ninety-five. Yeah, sophomore year or ninety-six. One of those. Um, and we because we went into New York City for New Year's. Nice. So we we chilled nice. at his pop's house. So yeah, took the train uh, right so in. Right? Did you take the train? Yep, in? The, the path yeah. and the train is it the yeah. path? New Jersey Transit. No, New Jersey Transit to the path, probably to Hoboken. Yes, yes, that's yep. what it was. I knew there was two things. I know the path, northeastern corridor. All right. So for his appearance, it was supposed to be 10k for two hours and sign 250 autographs, but then. After his comeback win against the Packers, the agent came back with 20K. Now, this pissed oh, off Jesus. <laughs> This pissed off the uh, owner, and they put it on Facebook about how the agent wanted more money and we have to cancel. He's posting their text exchanges. The agent comes back and says, no, we never agreed to anything. And he posts the text saying, well, you, you, it kind of was agreed in principle, yada, yada, yada. So, was, And then... DeVito ended up showing up anyway, not getting paid to rectify the situation. But it just goes to show you, gentlemen, how agents can sometimes make their clients look very bad. And this yeah. guy did. Perfect example is an old school reference, but in Reservoir Dogs, remember the Tarantino's first film, he wanted James Woods, but they were only paying 50 grand. They only could afford fifty grand a uh, actor, like so. Harvey Keitel, everyone they got paid like all like fifty grand. And James Woods' agent never even told James Woods he was up for it and denied it because it was too, it was too little. And James Wood years later was so pissed that he had found out that Tarantino wanted him. So anyway, agents can ruin it. They can also make your career too. Any uh, thoughts on... Uh, Sounds like the Freddie Freeman fiasco when he left Atlanta for L.A. Yeah. But that's 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 like another story. Yeah, $10,000 is a lot for a pizzeria, I feel like. So that, that, was just a, that was just a BS move by the agent. That's all I got to say. Yeah. And I have to say, <laughs> and, oh, Axel. James Woods, don't agree with him politically, but great actor. Yeah, <laughs> very good. That yeah, show, remember that show Shark? You ever watch that? That's oh, a really good. That yeah, was really okay, good. Okay, I like that show. Shark, baby, shark, shark. Anyway, yeah, anyway. I don't really have much to add about the uh, the uh, <laughs> Tommy Lasagna, the, the Devito Pizza Gate controversy. <laughs> okay, that's fine. I wasn't expecting a big round table <laughs> discussion. I just thought it was funny. It is funny. Um, that's. I mean, it's just, I mean, this guy, I mean, he, he has, it just shows you in the right market. It's like, remember uh, Any Given Sunday? I remember watching that movie when Willie Beeman came in and then in like two weeks he was doing commercials. And I was like, what the hell? That seems too quick. 
Like all of a sudden he's a star, but you look at what's happening to DeVito yeah. and the insanity, of course, in New York. Like, I mean, we talked about it last week. You have, you win a couple games and you're like the toast of the town. It's yeah, crazy. Of course. Well, it seems like the Yankees have like five of those guys every year. One guy will go on like a five game <laughs> hitting streak and it'll, he's the next Mike Trout. And then you don't hear about <laughs> yeah, him right. three weeks later. Any given Sunday, an, an actual James Wood movie, by the way. There, look at that. See, Ando? <laughs> I laid it on a platter and totally forgot he was in it, and I'm glad you, I did. It. All right, so let's move on. Let's let's. It was a crap weekend. Uh, our teams all <laughs> lost. Uh, let's start with you, Ando. That was the uh, the early Saturday game, which turned out like the Vikings. Nick Mullins comes in, and he actually is looking pretty good. The defense again looking great. And then the Bengals just came back and won in an overtime thriller, 27 to 24. Big fourth and one stop, an OT. A lot of things going on. The floor is yours, Ando. Well, I'll be short and sweet. I mean, at least the one good thing, at least I think a good thing, this was a fun game to watch, unlike like the rest of your guys' games, <laughs> which were, were kind of painful. I mean, this was painful in a different way, but at least it was close. I mean, the run True. game played great, best that's played all year. Defense played great until it ran out of gas in the late in the game. But the turnovers cost them again. They are third most in the NFL in turnovers, and that mm. it shows with 26. The only teams with more are Cleveland and the Jets. Man. And like every one of their losses, it, I mean, that's what this one came down to. Nick Mullins, even though he played great in spurts, had two terrible, terrible interceptions that were both within field goal range. Um, he and he should have had at least one more, but Jordan Addison made just an amazing catch in the end zone to rip it away mm. from the from the. Oh, that defender. was unbelievable! Oh, that was unbelievable. That was crazy. And, yeah, it was like a crossbody. It was like I think I texted to you guys. I'm like, he's like he's got Brett Favre kind of gunslinger in him, but without Brett Favre's talent. So I mean, it's it's <laughs> it's kind of what it, it reminded me a lot of watching Favre play in a lot of plays where he just kind of just goes for it, and if it if it happens, it happens. I mean. As far as the rest of it, it's the script for the Vikings has been written, and they just have to follow it. It's they win the turnover battle, they win the game. They're seven and seven, all seven losses of one score losses, and they've lost the turnover battle in every one of those games except for one, and that, that was the Eagles game, which they actually shouldn't have won that game. And that's the one game they should have had no chance of winning. But they win the turnover battle, they're going to win games. So unfortunately, they can't seem to do that. So we'll see. They're still in the sixth spot for the playoffs, and we'll see what happens. I think if they win, if that way, if they went out there in, if they, I think that if they win two games, they're like 98% chance of win, but they have to win at least one of these next three games, hopefully two or three. We'll see. I don't know. It's wasn't a terrible game, but it was disappointing. I guess that's all I got to say about the bikes. Um, I will chime in to say that this game was great to watch you know, our, all our teams lost and there were a bunch of shitty games this weekend, but there were some great games and this game was a lot of fun and I, mm-hmm. I i was sad that the vikings lost but man the Bengals. i remember just a couple of weeks ago i was i think i i think when i missed one i said like after burrow went out the Bengals aren't going to win again this season and man they proved me wrong because they're playing great well and that's I'm, like with browning too a couple of times i've said i think i said when he first came in and he played well i was like well give him three or four games until the rest of the league has tape on him but they have tape on him, and he's still playing well. So a lot of he, heart. he might be a diamond in the rough. Yeah. yeah. It's fun. It's fun. You, you want to – he's the type of player that you want to root for, right? Like mm-hmm. as you're watching Scrappy. Um, so, look, they sh- I mean, and they're positioning themselves to make the playoffs. So. Yeah, what amazes me 
is okay. So we've had a shitload of backup quarterbacks and every week it's a backup versus a backup <laughs> and uh, you know, but you know, the backups, some of these backups are playing pretty well, yeah. but it just shows you again, like we've talked about over and over how it is so hard to figure out who's going to be a good quarterback in the NFL. Cause you got a Browning who's been on the bench who hasn't really done anything. And all of a sudden he comes in and the, you know, maybe it's the right situation. Maybe, I mean, he does have a lot of weapons, but he, well, for whatever, you know, maybe he has the mental, he understands, he can do his reads, but like he comes in and where you'll have a, you know, bigger name backup that comes in and can't freaking do anything. you got a 38 year old Joe Flacco who comes off the street and granted throws some picks, <laughs> but he's throwing 300 yards a game. And it's just, and you have a Zach Wilson who is a second overall pick who doesn't know what he's doing. What? So I, sorry, Axel. So, so, I mean, it's just, it's still boggles my mind btk of it's almost like a crapshoot there's so much going on i don't know duct tape maybe you just duct tape these quarterbacks keep them in your basement and you know put them out there when they're ready <laughs> it is a crapshoot man and uh you know they there's not a, there's not the patience to develop these guys like there used to be yeah. so they're thrown into the fire Great and point. they get like half a season and then the the <clears throat> the decision, you know, is made one way or another, at least like from public perception. And uh, that's, that's a little unfair, especially considering the way the draft works. Obviously, you're, the best are going to go to the worst teams at the top of the first round. But, yeah, I mean, it's a crapshoot. Um, your boy, Will Levis, dropped like a rock at, during the draft and, you know, he finally – he finally got in there in the middle of the year, and he looked, he's looked pretty good a few games. So maybe Tennessee has something there. Um, you know, it's – Brock Purdy is the obvious uh, recent example of this. You know, he was he was not even on anyone's mock draft board, to my knowledge. And, you know, look at what he's doing. So <laughs> Yeah, I know, <laughs> seriously. Yeah. Well, speaking of crap, shoot, the Falcons get riddled by the Panthers 9-7. to seven. Cost me my win streak in your pool. And uh, the Riddler did it again. I mean, he threw another pick in the red zone. I'm sorry, BTK, to bring this up, but we have to. We're contractually obligated. Obligated. I can't (laughs) sound out words. That's nothing new. Brett, Falcons, is the season over? Well, I hope so. Um (laughs) I know the feeling. Yeah, that's, <laughs> this game is uh, – there's not a whole lot to say about this game. There, there was a heavy rain that affected the play calling, so it was very run heavy on both sides. But for some reason, Bijan Robbins still only got seven carries for 11 yards, and he got one reception for three yards. So total, all-purpose, eight touches, 14 yards. Wow. Now, he, he also had a fumble. And he has had a fumble issue this year. So I don't know. Obviously, he's had fewer carries than we would want. Now, if he had more carries, would that like would the fumble problem fix itself or would it get worse? I guess we'll never know. But Ritter is a interception machine, I feel like. The, the games, if he has a game when he doesn't throw a pick, that's clearly the, the exception. He throws another interception in the red zone in the fourth quarter, like, and I don't even know who he was trying to throw it to. 
I don't think there was a Falcon within 10 yards of, of the, of that pick on like the three yard line that he was running out of bounds and threw back across the field. I mean, he was trying to throw it to Tony Gonzalez, but realized he's not in the league anymore. <laughs> I mean, you talk about textbook, what never, Beeman. ever, ever to do. Um, and you lose the game because they, your defense can't, for some reason, suddenly cannot stop the Carolina Panthers, who I think that was really the only drive they put together all game long was the very last drive where they drove 90-plus yards uh, and ran like seven and a half minutes off the clock, the final seven and a half minutes of the game off the clock and kicked the field goal as time expired. Yeah, they deserve to lose, and I kind of hope you know, maybe it's for the best if this leads to Arthur Smith uh, getting his, you know, <laughs> getting his termination papers, then maybe it's <laughs> worth it. But we'll see. It's, you know it's, what, Brad? I'm not even that upset, though. Yeah, I'm surprised. I mean, you would think in the preseason they would have known about Ritter's poor decision. Oh, wait, they didn't play him in the preseason. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It would have been nice for him to get absolutely as many snaps as possible in any games, preseason or regular season, since they drafted him. Did I see a stat right that was that after Bijan's fumble, he didn't get any more carries the rest of the game? He got like seven carries, right? Yeah, um, I yeah, think that I think that is correct. And yeah. I saw that on Patterson's touchdown, Robinson Bijan was the lead blocker. What the hell is? <laughs> I mean, why why would the long leash with Ritter and like the seemingly choking the hell out of the leash with Robinson. I don't, I, I just, I don't get it with all the, they're saving him oh, and yes. saving him for they're the next coach yep. for year four Yeah, and the next coach. Yes. <laughs> I hope, I hope for BTK's sake, I, in, in Lombardi touched upon this, that he thinks because Arthur blank is like 82 or whatever that, you know, he's not going to be, you know, who knows how long he'll be around. I mean, he's probably got some special oil change equipment and he'll live to one twenty, but, <laughs> You're saying like that Lombardi believes the whole Ritter experiment and Arthur Smith is probably going to be done in the off season. So I hope for BTK's sake. Yeah, I hope that's the case. Arthur blank um, was clearly upset. No, like, which is good to, good to learn because I know he, he kind of had it gave Arthur Smith a vote of confidence like the week before when, when some reporter asked about, his job security and he was not, he was not singing the same tune after that game. So right. from what I hear, they're going to let the season play out and then he'll make a decision. Um, but you know, Dan Quinn, that okay, might be sorry. best for the long-term I, I, <laughs> franchise. <laughs> sorry. I, I, I just, I just feel like he's going there. I don't know why it's not happening. I know, but I just feel it. Speaking of feelings, yeah. my feelings were hurt. Um, the Cowboys uh, didn't pay their bills. They lost 31 to 10. Uh, me and Kellum had a little, you know, exchange going on and he, he thought the Cowboys would win. And I didn't realize he emailed me and I emailed him back. I go, yeah, no, but I was just like, you know, if your bills stay this hot and make the playoffs, no one's going to want to play him. But I have a little more long winded uh, rant to do, but I'm going to do it at higher speed because <laughs> I just have to get it out there. So the Cowboys got dominated. I, now I'm hearing like 12 people had the flu. Okay. Makes sense. They, they got their butts handled. 
they got their butts kicked. But the beginning of the game should have could have been different. And it just snowballed. And this is why. First quarter, third down. Cowboys stopped the Bills as they were driving and hold them to a field goal, roughing the passer by Demarcus Lawrence, led to a TD. Dak misses uh, Brandon Cooks on a long TD, overthrew him. That was a touchdown. That would have changed the game. Uh, Pollard then had a first down run in Buffalo territory. The Cowboys driving again. Oh, wait, holding Tyler Smith. Uh, and then when, uh, when Dak gets hit, the um, unnecessary roughness, then, of course, Zach Martin does his thing, so it's offsetting. So they don't even get a good break there by the 15 yards that it's nullified. Um, then they stop the Bills again on third down. Oh, wait, what? Roughing the punter. On fourth down, he missed the block and hit the punter. Led to another Bills touchdown. Second quarter, there was this one play where it was sec- second and one. They audible to a run, and uh, some guy came through unblocked. I can't even. I don't even know what the hell my scratch writing says. And they end up losing yards, <laughs> killed the drive. Um, McCarthy doesn't challenge the fumble on Stefan Diggs, and it turns out it was a fumble, catch and fumble. Uh, there was no challenge there. I don't know why. Uh, and then, of course, we had another uh, Javon Curse personal foul, extended yet another drive, led to a touchdown. Then just a couple other notes, guys. Rico Dottle shouldn't even be in the NFL. He's the Cowboys' second runner. He, he's off. I, I Again, I've talked about this. I, how in the hell do you think Tony Pollard coming off an injury is going to be your lead back and Rico Dottle? is going to be able to uh, carry a game. Th- this is a problem that they didn't address, and boop, I'm just pissed off at that. Uh, the Cowboys don't get any points at the end of the half. They get the ball. They're down 21-3. They get the first. They get the kickoff in the third quarter, and it was their largest halftime deficit in three years. Um, Dak at that point was 7-14 for 51 yards. Uh, they had a, the first drive of the half, you know, got a score, make it 21-10. Uh, third and one, sack. Uh, the Cowboys can't stop the run, of, co- of course. I wrote down defense is a fraud, but I- I'm not going to go there, j- really. But um, 92 total yards by the Cowboys offense in three quarters, lowest since 2010. And that was the last year of Wade Phillips when they were freaking awful. Josh Allen only threw the ball 15 times. The Bills, 49 carries, 266 yards, three touchdowns. And no holding calls. They never call holding against the other team when they're playing the Cowboys, but it it didn't matter. Those three um, personal foul penalties is really what cost them, and then it just freaking snowballed. Greg Olson on the broadcast did say, "Don't this game shouldn't you shouldn't reflect on the Cowboys' past and the whole season and blah blah blah." blah. Well, my thing is, okay, you're sick, you're on the road, emotional win against the uh, the Eagles. You haven't been playing well on the road. Now on Christmas Eve, you go to Miami. And if you lose that game, then you're going to be pressing at home against Detroit and could lose that. And then they're still in the playoffs. And I don't know if them clinching a playoff spot, it it was like, okay, you know, but you've got the NFC East to try to win. And with the Eagles losing to Drew Locke and the Hawks last night or two nights ago, I mean, you could have been in prime but the Cowboys just aren't good enough to take the bull by the horns and say, we're going to not lose the rest of the season and win this freaking division and get the two seed. So I, 
I'm not on the bandwagon. I, 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 I've been disappointed too much, but they can change my mind next week. What a big win in Miami. We'll see. It's just, you know, it's, I had, I had a feeling this was going to happen, but I didn't want to believe it. And it happened, but we'll see. Hey, at least they're in the playoffs. Unlike the jets who aren't in the playoffs and they lost to the Finns 30 to nothing. Uh, anyone want to com- come in on the Cowboy game at all? If not, we'll hand it over to Axel for a little 30-second j- uh, Jets talk. <clears throat> I just want to say one thing. I know that you hated that penalty, but that Zach Martin penalty, I love that because he was sticking up for a cheap shot that the Bills player took. I don't remember, was it on Prescott or who the hell was it? Somebody. It was on Prescott, yeah. Yeah, on a I'm slide. Actually, and the, I'm actually I was like, Zach Mar- with I, you. I'm fine with him standing up for the quarterback because that was a bullshit cheap shot by that Bills player. Yeah. Yeah, no, that, that penalty, I actually, I just put it on there because it was yeah. yet another thing that didn't go their way. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. The three I, other. Still, yeah, three it other should have been 15 yards for the Cowboys for sure. But Yeah. Yeah, no, you know what? I'm, you know, I'm always up for people defending their own, and sometimes that rallies you, and it just shows you that the locker room is tight and they care for each other. But it's just those, those honestly, they couldn't rebound from those three personal foul penalties that led to Buffalo touchdowns. And, and you know, it's just, it's the way it is. Sometimes the, you have these games. I just don't want them in December. <laughs> I thought the scariest thing about that game was the bills. And that now that they have shown that they can run and they've proven it, I think most importantly to themselves, Yeah, I think they, with their old offensive coordinator, they were scared to run, I think. And it was like all Josh Allen all the time. And now that they can found a run game. Oh, uh, James Cook, that kid is something else. Yeah. Yep. They, they, they should be scary. Should have been doing this weeks ago. Yeah. Um, And and Kellum should be happy. I know he is Mm -hmm. because that was the first game that I can remember that Josh Allen was on the Bills where he didn't have to win the game for them. Right. That's that's saying a lot. And if if they're hitting that stride now, going into the playoff time, that's uh-huh. when you start to hit well, that stride and good. Yeah. Go Bills, baby. Well, that was one yeah. of the things I kept texting you so I'm long. Down. Like Josh Allen always makes mistakes. He's going to, but the thing is he didn't he didn't make any mistakes because he didn't have to. Yeah, they, have they to were press. they were running that edge. Yeah. Like and and I was like, Oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I was like yeah. I mean, it was just it was I mean, not having Jonathan Hanking Hankins hurts. Um you know, because Mozzie Smith came in, he did get his first career sack, but he just hasn't been playing that well as a rookie. But I will say this, this, and this is the issue with the Cowboys. And it's kind of like maybe Detroit, I don't know if it Detroit, I mean, some other teams, maybe even Miami. So when the Cowboys don't fall, when they fall behind and the other team decides to just pound the ball, they can, they, they can be beat easily. Um, and, the Bills didn't get cute where I could see Miami, say Miami's up 7 nothing. They're still going to want to pass it. McDaniels, I don't know if he'd just go to the run game like the Bills have. Some of these teams, I don't know if they have the discipline just to just say, we're going to pound the rock if it's working because they have to. I mean, the Bills just didn't, I mean, didn't pass. I mean, and when they did, they, he was getting pressured and it wasn't big plays, but they didn't have to. They ran the ball 49 times. I mean, that's insane. Yeah. And not have one holding call. That's either mas- masterful or they yeah, thought they were up there. Any of the us Eagles saying, if somebody would have told us Josh Allen had seven completions in the game, everybody in their right mind would have said Dallas would have won by 40. 
Yeah. Or yeah, because he would have been knocked out of the game, probably. Yeah, seven <laughs> seven completions, plays the whole game, ninety four yards passing, and they win. That's just that's still. I've read that stat like five times. It doesn't seem like it's real. Yeah, fantasy football uh, <laughs> players are probably like son of a bitch. Ugh, yeah. <clears throat> uh, all right, Axel. Any any Jets talk you want to hit? Um, I mean, there's really nothing to say. I guess it came out afterward that. Zach Wilson had sustained a concussion early on in the game and he didn't want to come out of the game. Um, so he stayed in a bit longer to go four for 11 for 26 yards. And uh, oh, God. the defense, I think ghosts? just, uh, just, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they just took the week off. Can you blame them? You know, this I, team. I, no, I can't. You can't, right? And, you know, I was thinking about this. A lot of people have been talking about, oh, they got to get rid of Hackett and this. I don't think that the, I don't think they need to get rid of anybody. I think you come back next year with Aaron Rodgers, who was going to be calling the plays anyway. Hackett didn't used to call the plays, really. It was Aaron Rodgers that was calling the plays. He's really going to be the offensive coordinator on the field, right? And I think in this case, the injuries to the offensive line, the uh, troubles at at finding a second wide receiver, you know what you have to do in the offseason, go and do it. And the rest of these games are going to suck. I mean, Trevor Simeon, there's not much to talk about. I feel bad for Brees. I feel bad for uh, Garrett Wilson. These guys are true talents. But Miami looks great. Lachlan was happy. He got bored of this game pretty quick, as did I, frankly, and was watching a lot of other games. Um, I mean, it was pretty evident. What what was it, the second play that Wilson fumbled? Um, So, I mean, this is... didn't watch a down of this game. You you didn't miss anything, man. But Miami looks great, and they are also surging. And, um, you know, they've they've got their ticket punched for the playoffs. They're going to, I think Miami could go far. Defense looked good. Obviously, they blanked them. Not much to say about my team, but I was happy for Lachlan. And he won the bet, so he got to stay up till 9 o'clock. And I'm doing all nice. the dishes and all that and the laundry oh. and all that. So. Nice. Good. I, you know, That's the it. only difference between me and Lachlan is I would have watched the whole game i was watching full games since i was six but that's i'm, I'm insane yeah i mean I, I went back and forth but you know no, with I don't the quad I don't now blame. you can win the games you can kind of so well, i had it also, in the quad you know i'm talking the 80s too so oh, i didn't, didn't have, have the choice. other options of course that he has Dude. as a kid so i would be totally i'd be too but oh, my team's got it i'm out i'm gonna go play with my friends yeah. or i remember yeah. you know. we went to a um he was in a boy scout parade here in our town and it was really cold and raining what was this last weekend or two weekends ago and i was telling him this is how every jets game used to be and i would make my dad (laughs) wait to the end even if they were losing 30 to nothing we would sit there until the end that was because of that jets miami game when the jets came back and all the four touchdowns ken o'brien and wesley walker but um yeah no, that's all I got to say. And for the rest of the season, huh. Manny, I, I'm sure you agree with me. 
look, we know what we need to do in the off season. The rest of this season is just about trying not to get anyone else injured. So there's no reason to play. We're mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. Let's watch the other games. And I'm not stressing about the jets. And, 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 you know, root for your son's dolphins team, maybe yeah. the Texans, yep. your, your yep. kind of pseudo team and your guys teams you know, too. Yeah. Yeah. See, we got a whole NFC. Yeah. Uh, I got to watch to a bunch of these guys. I watched a lot of football this weekend because this game was so bad. Oh, so I early, I was already flipping over. Especially with the Saturday games. Yeah. I mean, I yeah, was, I got to a point where I didn't watch Sunday night just because I, I was after that Cowboys bills loss. I always need to take off the next block <laughs> or I was like, I take <laughs> yes. Sunday nights off usually. Um, but um, so, guys, what I have are good friend, Patreon, a Patreon, a, a patron, and good friend, my buddy Chili Mertz, one of my producers on the Star City Murders, good friend. He's a big Steelers fan. Uh, I was texting with him today and just told him I was doing the pod. So he, he gave me four questions. Three of them are legit questions. One, it's kind of weird, but we'll we'll talk through it. But uh, he just wanted to <laughs> chime in. So it's almost like like a speed round. You don't have to, you know, you can say yes or no, move on to the next guy. Or if you want to chime in, it's fine. So these are just from the mind of Chili Mertz, Steelers fan. BTK, we'll start with you. We'll go BTK and O Axel, and we'll just do it like that. And me, we'll do it. We'll we'll do it that way. We won't change. We'll go that. around the couch. We'll oh. go around the couch, Ando. Let's we'll do bypass it. the love seat and just go around the couch. I wonder what everyone's doing around the couch right now. Okay, uh, Axel's itching his balls. Mm. Uh, Ando sipping some bourbon. BTK is sharpening knives, and I'm just <laughs> looking off to the distance because I don't know where I am. Okay, <laughs> question number one, BTK: what? Will the Lions go all the way? No. I mean, not this year. I mean, eventually they will. Okay. Ando. <laughs> nope. As I've said for like every podcast that we've recorded this season, they will not go all the way this year. Axel. Nope. Also, our good friend Mike is a big Lions fan. It's great to see him playing better, but they're going to get knocked out. I say they might win one game in the playoffs, but maybe one game. Yeah, I was going to say all the way to the NFC divisional round. I, I earlier this year, I would have I I when they were like 8 and 1 or whatever they were or 8 and 2 or something like that. I was kind of like, man, I could see this happening. Now I'm kind of even though they crushed Denver, I'm kind of like, eh, but I just they might be able to beat Philly in the second round and then go to San Fran. I don't think they'll be able to beat San Fran, but they might be able to make the NFC Championship, but it might be tough the way their defense is. All right. Number two, this is a question. It's kind of like his comment, but I don't know. It's, he goes, what's up with the Seahawks' second-half comebacks? Obviously is obviously without Russell Wilson. So I'm just thinking, have they had many second-half comebacks? I mean, Monday night they did. Um, and I think it more goes to think about everything Denver gave up for Russell Wilson. And last year with Geno, they made the play. They made the playoffs, but lost to San Fran. This year has been a harder year, but Drew Locke beats the Eagles. So I don't think it's really a question, more of a, a thing where it's just like I think it's more encompasses, you know. Um, Good. I don't coaching. know what really, but what? Good coaching. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's probably why. Chili. Well, and uh, I went. I look back on the, their last couple wins: the uh, the Eagles, the Commanders, and the Browns. That was all second half comebacks. Oh, it there was. you okay, go, okay. Chili. Chili knows but his that, shit. There was also a four game losing streak in the in the middle of that too. That's, so I think that's why I was like, and I'm like, but then you're right. They did. They do have some second. <laughs> well, half the, the Cowboys game, they came back. They just didn't win it. That's so, true. Oh guess. yeah, that's that is true. God, how what? How can I doubt my chili? What am I thinking? Well, I didn't I do think my the, research. I think the other thing that's w- with Seattle is they have the weapons to do it. I mean, they've got offensive weapons on that team. I mean, Walker's a pretty decent running back. they got good wide receivers. Yeah. I think they just can't put the, the whole game together. If they could ever put the whole game together, they could still be a dangerous team. I mean, we've seen it. Like, that Eagles game was a good – they played great in the second half. So I think it's, it's one of those teams that if you got those explosive players, you can still – you can make comebacks with those kind of players. That yeah. would be my, my that would be my answer to that question. No, that's that that's great. Cause I think too. I mean, you got DK Metcalf, who's a freaking beast, mm-hmm. and Smith Najigba is starting to come. He kept caught that winning touchdown against the Eagles. I mean, he's starting to make some plays. And Lockett's like a said, clutch player too. I well, mean, yeah, he's been for yeah. ever. Yeah. And, and to do, but it's amazing to do it with Drew Locke, ninety-two yard drive. At the end there, and I think that just goes to show how bad the Eagles' defense is. It's not yeah, good. They're, they're beatable easily. Oh my God! So there you go, Chili. I think it's like we said, coaching play players, and maybe the inconsistency of the team not putting it all together in, in a full game is why they have to come back in the second half. But that type of stuff will burn you in the playoffs when you're playing better teams. Um, all right, BTK. Question three. Is Mike Tomlin ready for retirement? No. Not at all. No. <laughs> I, I, no, he, I, same exact answer Brett had. Continue, Brett. <laughs> he lives. No, he lives coaching football. He's going to be doing that forever. Yeah, I think. Foley? Oh, and Foley. Yeah, I was just going to say, I still think he's one of the best coaches in the league. He's having a struggle this year. But a struggle once in what twenty years he's been there now. He's yeah. one of the best coaches in NFL history in my book. So I think they'd be foolish to get rid of him. It's it's hard to get a good coach. Axel. He's fifty one. Guy will be coaching till he's seventy one. Damn right. No, Tomlin's way too young. He's one of now, the best. I, think, I love him. I think this is coming from a lot of like Steeler fandom. They're just like, all right, we're, you know, we need a new coach. That that's always no. the first thing to go to. Not realizing you don't have a quarterback, you have a shitty offensive line, you you have okay running backs, and your defense isn't the steel curtain. No. And now Tomlin may decide maybe he wants to walk away and, and start anew. But I think, like you guys all said, that would be a mistake. He can come I to the Jets right if out. he wants right now. Come on, we'll take right. him. He's the second <laughs> best coach him. in the I was NFL. Say. If he traded Arthur him. Smith and Mike Tomlin, then the Steelers are are going zero and seventeen, and the Falcons are competing for like a top three. <laughs> he's coaching. You know he's he could be coach of the year, except they. I mean, the they're Fal- sucking now. Yeah, the Falcons since they don't know how to draft anyway, and pass up on Jalen Carter and pick. Well, they just trade your first round picks for him. Get that coach, then you'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> But yeah, no, I, I, you know, again, in the NFL, some you could have the greatest coach in the world, but after say twenty years of coach, it's some 
sometimes it's just it is time for a change. But like we talked about, I think it was last week or the week before, and we talked about a lot. Great coaches are great, but they're even better when they have that franchise quarterback, and that's how you win Super Bowls. And And they're also better when they have Tahoe Vodka. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Tahoe Blue Vodka, straight from the waters of Tahoe. You see BTK on a boat on the Lake Tahoe? He's mining Tahoe Vodka for the pod. Minding my own business. (laughs) Minding my, yeah, (laughs) minding. All right, speed round. What's next? All right, I'll go to you first, Axel. Ooh. Will the Cowboys make the social media haters eat fruitcake? Not this year, I, man, because the 49ers are so – I don't see any – I just don't see the 49ers not winning the NFC. I just don't. The, the AFC is up in the air, but the 49ers are by far the best team in the NFL. So unfortunately, and, solo, I'm going to have to say no. Okay, Ando. I don't think they will, but I think they can. If that makes sense. The 49ers <laughs> the politician. Yes. Well, I mean, the 49ers obviously are the bread and butter, but I'm still not convinced they can make it through without injuries. And any injury to one of their big guys, they're vulnerable. And the, I think there's only a couple teams that have enough firepower to win. Assuming, And if they come back down to earth a little bit, maybe the Ravens, the Dolphins maybe in the AFC – and the Cowboys and maybe the Eagles in the NFC are the are the rest of the cream. I mean, they're still in the top five, I think, in the league. I don't think that can even be disputed, personally. I don't mean, yes, forget I the Panthers. They're on a one-win streak. Oh, yeah, yes. <laughs> Anybody that beats the Falcons has got to be a pretty exactly, good team. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, any anytime you're one of the top five teams, somebody can get hot. I mean, we've seen Dak get hot this year. Let's just say I don't think they will, but I still think they could. If that, if that, I know that's kind of a cheating answer, but that's my answer. So, to a yes, no question. I, I have the definitive answer, but I'll let BTK answer next. Brett the King. Well, I think the answer is no because the social media, uh, would you say haters, which basically mm-hmm. just means Stephen A. Smith, right? Um, <laughs> it no, doesn't matter. Axel has the Cowboys could go all the way to the Super Bowl and lose on a field goal, and Stephen A. would be like, "See, I told you they were pretenders." So they're never going to give up their fight. They're never going to eat the fruitcake. And BTK stole my answer. The Cowboys could win the Super Bowl, and they still, people won't eat eat the fruitcake because they'll hate them even more. And they'll say, and they'll give reasons why. Oh, they won because of this, because of this. Oh, no, that was a fluke or whatever. whatever. It's just that, yeah, they won't be able to, the haters will be haters and they just have too much free time on their hands. You know what's so. really, really weird about that is that, I mean, I remember back in the 90s when they were they were a, a, like a mini dynasty. I can at least then see why people didn't like them, and, but that was 30 years ago. And I don't understand. I mean, I know they're still one of the most popular teams in the league, so a lot of the media personalities know they can get viewers and clicks by shitting yeah. all over them. But it still is like, it still just amazes me that I'm like, why are, I don't know. It's been a long time. Jerry Jones. So, yeah. I think it's Jerry Jones and it's just oh, the Cowboys. Yeah. And I know Stephen A. Smith has said, it's really the Cowboy fans that are so arrogant. I, he claims, I, I guess they are. I don't know. Um, you know, cause, yeah. Cause Philly fans are freaking awesome, you know, but <laughs> you know, Patriot fans are, you know, and I'm from oh, there. Yeah. So class. I know that's high class. I mean, yeah. that's high class. So, I mean, 
it is what it is. It's just, you know, unfortunately the Cowboys, because they're like, you know, the New York Yankees or the NFL, even though they haven't won, it's still that people just either love or hate them. There's no, yeah, like, oh, gotta... I hope the Cowboys, I hope the Cowboys win this one. That'd be good for the league. No, it's love or hate. There's no in between with the Cowboys. That's kind of what I mean about the cow. I mean, yeah, because the Cowboys always used to be seen as the as the Yankees of the of the NFL. But the, like I said, the, the Yankees. I mean, it's been a few years since they've won too, but they've won a lot more recently than the Cowboys have. So it's I don't. Well, yeah. yeah. And it's not with the salary cap. It's not like they can go out and outspend everybody like the Yankees or the Dodgers do. So it's I I don't know. Yeah. I just, it's it's very curious to me. Yeah, it's just I guess it's just the way it is. It's just the way, the way it, it goes. Now, I, I wonder, how about this? Real quick, before we get to Ando's Cave or if Axel wants to hit on any playoff stuff before we get to our picks, if Patrick Mahomes was the Cowboys quarterback, they drafted him, <sighs> do you think he would be hated? Not counting the outburst, do you think he would be loved or hated as much as he is being a cheap? I think like he'd be more question. hated. I think people do like to hate the Cowboys or... And, you know, people like to hate the Patriots. It's just, just the way sports are. Yeah. Cowboys got a rep and people want to take it down. Well, because I remember, too, is the 2001 Super Bowl when the Patriots were paying the Rams, everyone was rooting for the Patriots because mm-hmm. they had never won. Who's this kid from Michigan? Bledsoe gets hurt. And then when they started winning, they just hated, <laughs> hated them. I mean, I know, but I'm not counting teams in the division. Because I know as a Jet fan, a Dolphin fan, you know, a Bills fan, you, you would never probably root for the Patriots even on the worst day. But they hadn't won, they never won before. So it was like, so everyone in the world was like, oh, wow, that's cool. And then when they won two in a, more in a row, it's like, uh, you know. So Yeah, I th- Mahomes, I think, is popular because he, he took a team that hadn't been, hadn't been good, like Super Bowl winning good in a long, long time. Oh, yeah, Super Bowl four. Yeah, so Vikings. I mean, it's... And it, and yeah, Vikings. Yeah. You weren't alive, so I know it no. didn't hurt as much. <laughs> yeah, just retroactively hurts. Retroactively, <laughs> but like the uh, <laughs> like, and Casey is seen as a small market. Where Dallas, I mean, Dallas isn't a, a huge market, but it's seen as a big market team. It's seen as like the Yankees, like we just talked about. I I think if he was on the Yankees, I think Mahomes would be hated by most of the most of the NFL fans. Yeah. Right. All right, Axel, did you want to? Uh, give playoff updates at all, or do you want no, to move on? Let's to just let's games? talk about it when we talk about the games, man. Let's keep it moving. Okay. Oh, well, pardon me. Okay, great. Ando, take it away. <laughs> okay. Well, we have three weeks left in the season, and I've got a couple of small little updates as to how we've actually been doing throughout the season. Um, Axel and Brett so far have the best weeks of anybody, both having 12 wins. Axel had it in week one, and Brett had it in week four. So 12 wins, uh, 12 right out of 16 is pretty damn good. Brett also has the worst week at – or no, 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 excuse me. Brett also has an 11-win week and an, two 11-win weeks. So Brett has been in double digits three times. No one else has had double-digit wins at all Ooh. except for Axel in that first week. Uh, Axel has the worst record in a one week Thank at two you. and eleven. Thank you. But Brett also has the weekend one the week after he went twelve and four went three ten and one. So those are by far the two worst. So you guys have had the two best weeks and the two worst weeks. So <laughs> I, th- I thought that was pretty good. Um, uh, crazy stat when I went back and looked, I looked at weekly wins for everybody. And since there's some ties in there, every single one of us has five weekly wins, whether we end one individually or tied for the top of the week. I thought that was kind of kind of showed a parity. Part of the reason is because. 
this week, and it's it's closer than it's been since the beginning of the season. So, um, because last week Axel won again for his fifth win of the year, nine six and one. Brett was eight seven and one. I was seven eight and one, and Solo was six nine and one. Solo has retained the overall lead for the tenth week in a row, but the race for the jersey has tightened to the closest that it's been all season. Brett is now only one game behind. And Axel and I are only three games behind. So everyone is within striking distance with three games to go. Yeah, baby. Let's do it. Wow. Race for the jersey. Yep. So let's see. We're proud of ourselves. We've had a good year. So so far, yes. You're right, Brett. So this week. I predicted Brett was going to overtake me. I was off by one game or two games, I guess. Well, I think you've you've, uh, predicted that, I think, three weeks in a row. One of these weeks, it's going to happen solo. So. Yeah, I know. I'm, 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 I'm going down. Word, my picks are awful. The uh, this week, there's two games between teams that have both been eliminated from the postseason, and there's four games between teams that are all in the playoffs that they were held today. So there's some really great games and some really not so great games. Um, Cowboys, Niners, Eagles, and Ravens have all clinched. Titans, Jets, Patriots, Commanders, Cardinals, Panthers are all officially eliminated. So when we let's uh, let's see what other one other oh one other note I have Fox has really given three of us a treat this weekend. Solo, you get Greg Olson again. Brett gets Mark <laughs> Mark Schlereth, and I get Jonathan Vilma. So we all lose <laughs> right off the gate. What the oh hell? Schlereth does every Falcons game known to man. It's, it does. Oh, oh God, it's it's. I it's think so... they're retroactively doing old Falcons games, and he's been putting his commentary in. <laughs> Well, he doesn't have to research any other team. He's already got all his uh, notes. Oh, my <laughs> Lord. So oh, we will get started here. And before we get started, I will also say the best spot so far to pick in has been the number one pick. The first guy to talk is has won seven weeks in, seven weeks out of 15 has, has been the winner. And six weeks have come from the last spot, the fourth spot. The, the mm. person picked in the last spot has won three weeks in a row. So... So the knowledge the of, of all of us does not benefit any of us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So this week, Axel, you are first. All right. I am second. Solo, you're after me. Brett, you are fourth. All right. And we will begin on Thursday night. I actually put the times of the games in here because there's so many games all over the place this week that it's – so if you want to oh, refer nice. to something, you can see that in the document as well. All times are Eastern. Uh, nice. Thursday night, Saints and the Rams potential playoff upper, or uh, uh, whatever you want to call it. Blanking out. Uh, the Rams have won four or five. The Saints have now won two in a row. Rams are favored by four at home. Saints versus Rams. Axel. Yeah, you know, this is surprisingly an interesting game with, as you said, playoff implications. Um, I'm going to go with the Rams here. I'm very interested to see them play as well. I haven't watched them much, but I think that their offense is going to be enough to take home the victory and their good coaching. Yeah, I'm going the Rams here too. I, the, the Rams' last couple wins have been more – four or five have been more impressive yeah. than the, what the Saints have been doing, so I'm taking the Rams. I like them better as a team. Yeah, I think the Rams have played much, much better. Uh you know, having Cooper Cup in the lineup has helped, and of course the Kyrie, Kyron or Kyrie Williams, whatever his name is, he's you know been very solid. 
They still have Aaron Donald. Uh, again, these aren't the best teams. Uh, the Saints, I, I just, any Derek Carr-led team, I don't know. I, <laughs> I, I just, um, it's tempting to take the points here. Uh, and I know Brett will, so I'll take the Rams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is tempting to take the points, man. That, that's a good number, but uh, Saints tra- traveling on the road on a short week. I just don't. Uh, I just don't, don't. I don't like that picking that side of it. So give me the Rams minus four. I thought you were going to say Rams minus two, like you're going to pick your own line, and then we'd have to. <laughs> Rams minus two and a half. Thank you. Next up is the first Saturday game. Uh, the Bengals at eight and six going to Pittsburgh to play seven and seven Steelers. More playoff implications. Bengals are only favored by two. The Steelers won 16 to 10 a month ago, and that was one of Browning's first games. Um, I think this point spread is way too low. Bengals are easily on this one. Yeah, I think the Bengals are in a good spot. I mean, the Steelers are starting Mason Rudolph, who I didn't even realize was still in the league. <laughs> um, I thought, you know, he got hit by a helmet and <laughs> thought that was it. Um, sorry, Miles Garrett. Uh, I, I just, I know the whole Steelers mystique about their defense, et cetera, at home. They, they've, They've lost at home. They've just, unfortunately, as good as Mike Tomlin is, I don't think the Steelers have anything left. I think this team is fractured. You can just see it on Najee Harris's face and Pickens. And there's just, when you don't have a quarterback who can get you the ball or do anything, uh, he, he becomes public enemy number one pretty quick. Give me the Bengals. Yeah, I, I'm also going to take the Bengals here. Um, yeah, I just think they're the better team. I'll take. I'll lay the two points. I think so. If we all pick the same, Axel. If we all pick the same this whole yeah. week, I would still be in first place next week. Well, but you know what? You gotta. <laughs> that I'm, is some analysis I, I, right there, Solo. If this hey, was, a I'm bit, not the best in the business for nothing. If it was more than two points, if it was like five, I mean, still, this is the divisional game, and yes, the Steelers are. These teams are going in drastically different directions, but that does kind of throw a wrench into it. But still, Bengals. Next up, Ando. Saturday night. Solo, we have got the Bills going for their third win in a row against the Chargers, who are, well, we know what happened to the Chargers. Bills are favored by 11.5 on the road. Oh, man. This is a Peacock exclusive, by the way. Yeah, you have to have mm-hmm. you have to pee on your cock Except, to watch it. <laughs> well, there you go. Enough said. Uh, what else can you say after that? Yeah. I don't know. It definitely see. This is what Axel why he's been winning lately. No, he I just I thought things. that. No, listen, no, hold on. Let me speak. I thought you were watching <laughs> Oz while it was on. That's what see, I meant. <laughs> no, he. When I'm ready to pick, he'll throw in a funny, weird saying, and it throws me off. Yeah, he throws this misdirection at you and follows yeah, you all and up. I yep. don't. I can't rebound. I haven't learned how to rebound oh. from that. Axel, I found out what you've been doing lately. Oh, damn. You figured me out. Peacock. But as I was going to say, but if you're in the L.A. market, you get it on, I think, NBC or Fox. I forget what it is. 
Yeah, so one like of the locals the, always picks those games up. Yeah, like both, the Ram- too. Yep. both the Rams and Chargers, even on the Rams and Saints, are on Amazon. That's on Fox, I believe. And then I think the Chargers-Bills game is on NBC. So uh, so I don't have to worry about streaming malfunction. Um, Easton Stick, Brett's favorite person who you know, gave, got a shout-out last week, but I got cut off. Um, <laughs> we literally ran out of tape. Yep. <laughs> now... This is the Chargers. <laughs> Remember, like when an interim coach takes over, boom, boom, boom. You know, they usually do pretty well the next week, but I'm going to ride Kellum's Bills. I know 11 and a half is high, but the Bills have everything at stake here. Chargers have nothing at stake. And I, I just. I, I can't take I can't take the Chargers here. I'm taking the Bills minus the number. Um, for me, this is just going to come down to uh, too many points and, uh, for a road team and, uh, you know, the, the charges cannot look as bad as they looked last week. I think the bills are not as good as they looked last week. So it's just too many points. Give me the chargers. I'm going with the chargers too, only because of the points. And I think that the new coach bounce is just going to be enough to cover the 11 and a half, but not to win. <laughs> man, oh man. 11 and a half is so many points, but I just, I don't trust. Everything is telling me I should take the Bills here or the Chargers here because of the damn, the new coach thing, the big letdown after a, after a huge win, but the lack of an actual home game for the Chargers and Easton Stick is not the guy. I think the Bills are going to somehow cover this thing too. Good ando. We'll show these guys wrong. Yes. Next up, we are going to Atlanta for Brett's team. The Colts have won five of six. Falcons are trying to avoid their third loss in a row. And for a little fun little side note, this is the 15th game we've picked for the Falcons this year. It's the 10th time the game has spread has been less two and a half points or less. <laughs> Falcons are favored by one this week. Wow, I don't understand why the Falcons are favored in this game. I, think the Colts... I, thought, he said, I thought you said, I don't understand why these fucking... The Falcons is, is their new name. Um, <laughs> the Colts are a better team, even if they're going on the road. There's, there's no reason for me to pick Atlanta here, but I'm going to do it because they tend to screw up their season, right? When I think Arthur Smith is going to go in the tank and get fired, he'll win this. So give me the Falcons minus one. <laughs> is it my turn? It's my yep. turn. It's my turn to be here. Um, I, uh, Wow, oh, Indianapolis in a three-way tie at eight and six with the Jags and the Texans in the AFC South, and the Falcons at this point are now just one game behind the Saints and the Bucks. Man, what these are some not great divisions, <laughs> or are they? And this is just the NFL. On the, that the note, former. yeah. On that note, I'm going to take Gardner Minshew. Yeah, Minshew Mania is going to continue to run wild, brother. Colts. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I'm not falling for Brett's trap here. Uh, I'm going with Gardner Minshew living in a van in the offseason at the beach, playing pickleball go. against old ladies. Give me my boy, Gardner Minshew. Next up, Axel. The first, oh, <laughs> the first Freitas. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Next up, Axel. I have nothing to say about this game. Seahawks at seven and seven going to play the Titans at five and nine. The Seahawks are favored by two and a half. Well, well, well. What a game that was. <laughs> the Seahawks had last week, wasn't it? That was quite a game. A lot of communication there. Gino wearing the mask and pushing it down. And I don't know if maybe he hurt his jaw or something like that. And he just wanted to keep it in place or what was going on. This is my analysis for the game. Um, this is like deep around the couch. Deep around more. the couch analysis for the Seahawks and the Titans. I think the Seahawks are rolling. I'm going to take the Seahawks. Yeah, I'm going to take the Seahawks here, too. That's uh, all I got. <laughs> well, Levis got hurt, but it's not serious. Tannehill could possibly play. Uh, do we do we know any? I mean, it won't change my pick, I don't think. Um, I... Was the Seahawks win against the Eagles as big? I mean, it was big for them because they had lost a bunch in a row. They lost four in a row or something. Ando, do you remember? Uh, yes. Which team? Yep. The, the Hawks. Oh, yeah. yeah they had, they, was, yep. Um, it did say here Levis did not practice today. Okay. So it might Tannehill be Ryan got first team reps. So. Ryan Tannehill, folks. I'm tempted to take the Titans, but I. I'm wondering every time I've taken the Titans, I don't think they've won. Um, I feel like the Titans are going to win this game, mm. but I may do the safe thing and go Seattle for the simple fact. I do think Seattle's the better team. I just don't know if they go to Tennessee and win, but you know what? DK Metcalf, Kenneth Walker, the third, I'm going Seattle as well. Fellas, Brett pick the Titans. No, I feel like I feel like the Seahawks have a little momentum here, and I just don't. I still don't think the Titans are a very good team. So I'm just. It's just basic for me that I'm gonna. I'm gonna pick the Seahawks here. And if a field goal gets me the the win, then I'll lay the two and a half. Nice. Brett's getting laid. Sorry, I was muted there. (laughs) I started talking, and all of a sudden, yeah. Okay, next up, we've got my Vikings are hosting the Lions this week, and the first of what could be a long series of Vikings-Lions games. If the playoffs were today, the Vikings would play the Lions, and they are also playing them two out of three weeks to end the season. So it's going to be a lot of Lions. We're going to find out about both teams here, and I fully expect to be on Rebus Island here because I'm taking the Vikings. You know, for a second there, <laughs> I thought it would be that easy. Or I, I still had to look that up. <laughs> uh, so, the Lions, is it still three and a half? It has moved down to three at this point. Ah, okay. That just, 
made a difference in my pick, I believe. Um, the Lions, you know, absolutely crushed the Broncos. But I think the Vikings play the Lions tough. And I do like this Vikings defense. And Ando's reminded me of Anthony Carter videos and watching <laughs> them. And so I'm like kind of get excited. I mean, Nick Mullins is I've never seen anyone look so weird in a helmet before. Like it's so uncomfortable. <laughs> he looked like he was like, I don't know, getting a colonoscopy or something. I mean, oh, it just wow. looks bizarre. Anyway, he looks like he's in so much pain. I'm going the lions here. I think they're the better team sort of, but I, you know, the Vikings could pull this off. This is, this should be a good one. I'm, I'm actually looking forward to this game. This is also kind of, I yep. think this is a, I didn't say much about this. I think this is a must win for the Vikings. They're at home against the Lions. They got the Lions oh, yeah, yeah, twice. Totally. They've got, they have got way more to lose here. I mean, I think they're going to, I think they're going to come out and play a lot tougher than what the, I, I just think, and the Lions and the Vikings, Vikings do have, hold a pretty good series advantage. They they usually play better than they should than against the Lions. So yeah, anyway, sorry. Go ahead, Brett. Way to trash my pick. No, keep no, talking, no Randy. No, that's... <laughs> now I, uh... I'm getting to understand why Brett and Axel do so well, because when they go after Andy, he gives us all their information to them. That's what it is. <laughs> you can still change your pick. You got time. <laughs> no, I, that's true. I could. I, I like the Vikings defense, and I still I, I can't trust the Lions defense. Um Minnesota is at home. It's a divisional game, and they're getting points. I'm going to go with the home team here. Give me Minnesota plus three. Mm. Is it your turn? Well, I'm going with Solo. I'm picking the Lions here. Lions are going to roar. Sorry, Ando, but I think the Vikings (laughs) – I I think – I know they're right now in position – to make the playoffs as a wild card, but I think that's going to change after this weekend. Oh, it's so close. Everything's so close in the, in the NFC, yeah. you know, you it's got so damn hard to pick saints, I mean, Seahawks, Falcons, Packers. You got everybody's right there. Mm-hmm. You, know? you just lost all credibility when you mentioned the Falcons. Well, it's still true though. It's crazy. <laughs> oh, this well, next I game. I, I suppose. I want to say I read something here. I can't remember what the exact number was, but if the Vikings just go one and two, they still have like a 70% chance to make the playoffs. That's how it's – so they must have some tiebreak, weird tiebreakers or something too. So The Vikings that, that, have – That would be eight and nine. They own the conference tiebreaker over the Rams and the Saints, so that does put them in a good position there. But right now. Yeah. Because if they start losing conference games, the other teams are – So yeah. it could uh, – We really point, don't so know. Good point. Well, so next but up, right now, yeah. Next up, solo, you you get to go first on one of the games of the week. <laughs> the four and ten commanders are jockeying for draft position with the Jets, who are in five and nine. The Jets are favored by three at home. This should be a speed mm. round too. Yeah. Well, Freeman McNeil ain't coming through that door. Mm. Neither is Mark Rippon. Mm. So that still doesn't do anything to my decision. Um. Oh God! Oh fuck! I don't know. Uh, Jets. I can't. Jets <laughs> should win this game, but it's Trevor Simeon. Give me the commies plus the points, but I'm not liking it. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, I, this is a coin flip game, so I'm just going to go with the points here. Um, I can't, Are they coming I can't to get you, Solo? I hear some sirens. Yeah. That wasn't me. Really- that's me. That's Brett. Oh, That's Brett. Brett. And they finally found BTK's hideout. Get into the basement, <laughs> Brett. Get into the basement. Well, the you guys, basement. we'll cover I for you. I could trust you. <laughs> One of us in this room. became a true crime podcast. We're going to get way better ratings now. <laughs> yeah, then there are 10 downloads <laughs> from us. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't trust the Jets. I mean, not not that I can trust the commies either, but just give me the points on this one. Oh, it's America's me. Waiting. Uh, commies. Next. Yeah, I don't. I'm just going to take the points, too. I don't. Ugh, what a, we should just cancel across this game off. Agree. Uh, next up, Brett, we have got... The Packers trying to avoid their third loss in a row. And they're going to go into Carolina and they're favored by five on the road. Kind of a must win for the Packers here. Yeah. And uh, that that five really means nothing to me. Give me the Packers. They're going to win this pretty easily. Yeah, I agree with Brett. Um, It was funny during that Panthers game. I tuned in that Panthers Falcons. Oh, now they're coming for me. And oh gosh, (laughs) and uh, one of the announcers were like, "Was run BTK run?" (laughs) Sorry, sorry. (laughs) I don't even remember what I was going to say now. So (laughs) I did it. One of the announcers was like, "This is the first time I've seen Bryce Young look like he has any confidence at all on the field. It's so refreshing." (laughs) And I was like, "That is such a backhanded compliment." But um, let's go with the Packers. Yeah. Yeah, I got to take the pa- the Panthers are done. They got their they got their second win. They're done winning for the season. I'll take the Packers. Well, I hope Carolina wins the last week because that's when I'm probably gonna have to use them in Brett's stupid pool. But <laughs> I picked the Packers this week, and I hope they don't let me down. Um, I, I just if a Packers if the, if they can't go and beat Carolina and Carolina wins another one, then something's wrong. Something's wrong with the NFL. Well, maybe there's a lot of things wrong with the NFL, but these teams are shitty. But uh, they're still shitty. There you go, Ando. Uh, major, 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 major. Give me, yeah, give me, give me the pack and a get right game. Next up, Axel. Another game with big time playoff implications. The Browns are going for their third win in a row over with Joe Flacco going to play the Texans. Browns by favored by two and a half. Yeah, the Browns, Joe Flacco. Wow, right now they are in the wild card position. The Texans are just outside, though they do have a conference record tiebreaker over the Bills. But as Solo said, that could change. Um, Stroud's not playing. And unfortunately, I think the flaccid man may be semi-erect. So I'm going to go with the Browns here. Blasted <laughs> man. So we're sure Stroud's not playing. I'm pretty. I, I still, thought so. He hasn't. He hasn't cleared concussion protocol, but we it could change by the end okay. of the week. If he plays, I'm going to but pick he, the Texans. But I, I thought well, he wasn't playing. But we'll just go with the Browns. No, we right now he's not. Yeah. 
but it could change. Unfortunately, us doing the pod on Wednesday, but yeah. to be honest, I haven't looked at anything today. So that's all yesterday's news. I'm like yeah, John I, Oliver last week right now with my news. Last last week tonight, exactly. Yeah, that could be the name of this too. Yeah. The latest report says TCJ T- Stroud likely out versus Browns. Sources go. say. Well, that's me. I'm the source. And Tim Perfect. Boyle getting signed to the practice squad it was a Heath solo deduction. Mm. So here, here's the uh, fun stat of the day. Joe Flacco has the same amount of 300-yard passing games in the last three weeks that Justin Fields and Kenny Pickett have combined in their entire careers. I am going to take sense. Flacco and the Browns. Yeah, if Stroud was playing, I'd pick the other direction, but I don't – Stroud, no Stroud, the Texans are in trouble. I have a great stat, but not relevant to this game. Did you know? That Pete Carroll, since joining Seattle, is undefeated against the Eagles. Yes, I think eight and zero. Oh. They said that last a lot loss when he was game. a Pats. Yeah, yeah, I know. Oh, wow. <laughs> they, said, <laughs> they said it like every other sentence. Next to Aaron Rodgers is not uh, coming back this year. Oh, God. Um, yeah, I think if Stroud was playing, I'd go Texans. Uh, the line would probably be different. Um, I believe in my boy Case Keenum, but. Cleveland's D might be a little too much. I'm going Cleveland here, minus the two and a half. Well, the Texans are coming home after a, a little uh, road trip uh, or, or streak of road games, and uh, I just think there's a little too much love given to the Browns right now. I like mm-hmm. the Texans the way they played last week, even True. though they, they lost an OT at Tennessee. Or no, they won, right? They won. Um, Nineteen sixty. Yeah, they won an OT at Tennessee. Yeah, because um, Devlin Singletary's touchdown run was there was a flag. I lost my fantasy matchup because of that. So just <laughs> thought a fucking let you know. Well, something tells me to take the Texans here, so I'm taking the points yet again. All right. All right. Next up, we have got the first game of the late afternoon on four o'clock Eastern. The Jags visiting the Bucks. Bucks are trying to win their fourth in a row. The Jags are trying to not lose their fourth in a row. Trevor Lawrence entered concussion protocol today. Bucks are favored by one, and the Jags without oh, Bucks Trevor. Are? But yeah, that line flipped. It changed. Yep, it okay. was it was the Jags by one yesterday, and then when Lawrence went into concussion protocol, it went to the Bucks. And. God, when when Lawrence was out a couple weeks ago for that little bit of t- that part of that game, they did not. CJ Beathard isn't either backup. Yeah, that that yep. did not not look so good. And the Bucks played like Bobby Beathard. No. Yeah, no. So Bucks are playing good. Baker Mayfield, he looked freaking good on Sunday. I'm Dude, gonna take the Bucks. Yeah, three eighty one, four touchdowns. And he was making good throws. I watched most of that game, and he was. I was impressed. Yep. Who were the Bucks playing again last weekend? Um, who the hell was that? Packers. Packers. Packers, yeah. Mm, okay. On the road right. at the Packers, yeah. 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 God bless Baker Mayfield and the Bucks. Um that's the last thing I need them to be looking good, win the division, and then Dallas goes and loses to him. Father Solo. Oh, over here. <laughs> I'm taking God the Bucks. Bless them. <laughs> Father Solo, I like that. I'm taking the Bucks. To my man. I can't take C- I can't take Bobby Beathard. God bless your life. Can you BTK? BT. Are we so we're sure Lawrence is not playing? 
No, it doesn't no, say. Nothing's yeah. assured. Nothing's yeah. sure, Brett. Stop trying to get yeah. concrete info from us. We're yeah. only a podcast. We don't have the evidence. We don't know yet. shit. We're still researching you. We have four people that listen to this pod, and Lachlan and his buddies are the only ones. Axel is the only sources with the Texas and CJ Stroud. Stroud, he doesn't know about Trevor Lawrence. So, exactly. thank yeah, you. Yeah, give him a break. Give thank Axel a break. You. He's exhausted. He was at Verizon for three hours. <laughs> it, was, it was a long time. <laughs> Amongst other areas, I went to places. Mm, this is a tough one for me. Smoke shop. <laughs> um, damn. We know how it's against every moral fiber in your body to pick the bucks, Brett. So I'm sure this is difficult. I'd go Jags, Brett, because I want you. Oh, never mind. No, I'm going to go. go I'm going to go Bucks here. I'm going to go Bucks. All right. Me too. Now, real quick, guys, are we picking a lot of the same games because that where the arrow is pointed, or are we doing strategy for the jersey? No, I'm picking. I I never I never have a strategy. I always pick the game. Yeah, I always I always pick straight up. Yeah, uh, or not straight up how the game. I, I always pick how I th- how I think the game's going to go. I do not pick according to other people. I've yeah. played that game before and got myself in big trouble. You've so gotten I just Brett, What do you do? What do you do, Brett? Brett's devious. I I pick the opposite of how you want me to pick. Yeah. <laughs> no, right. I, uh... that is, well, that's definitely true. <laughs> No, I just try to pitch. Yeah, I just try to pick the game. Okay. I try to pick the game, but I also, if I'm unsure with a lead, I may like be like, you know what? True. I'm going to go Seattle, even though I think True. Titans. I may. Solo, you're going three minute defense? Yeah. You know? <laughs> So yeah, for a second yeah. there, I thought I was going preventive, but now I'm freaking blitzing every down. Give it to Ooh. And Solo's got a big game here. This is the second. Yeah. This is the second you know, best this, game of the week. This, this really <laughs> lines up your first picks here. You got some great games here this week, Solo. This hey, one, another clash of the Titans. The three and eleven Cardinals are going to the Chicago Bears, who are at five and nine. The Bears are favored by four. So you're saying this is Clash of the Titans? So this is like. Harry Hamlin versus uh, Medusa, uh, Sam Worthington, whatever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, it's exactly. Yeah, there's a little mechanical owl that's going to be circling the stadium. Oh, at this that game. was so cool. You know what? Bears are at home. Maybe they're a little bit overrated. Maybe not. The cards are the cards. Yeah, Murray. They move the ball on San Francisco, but I mean, seriously, folks. I wish it was three, but if I was betting, I'd stay away. But since we have to pick, screw it. I'm going the Bears. The Bears. Polish sauce. Brett with another conundrum. <laughs> yeah. I. Uh... You're in pain, Brett. Are you taking a doo-doo while yeah. you're doing this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> no, that was only me, but I was oh. muted. That's trying true. to look at what the I heard the PP so low. Well, the PP goes, yeah. yeah, especially in the dark in Czech Republic when I peed all over myself. <laughs> the kitchen. <laughs> I wonder that kitchen was so steamy. The bears. Wait, we're in the wait, wait, wait in the second. many minds of Brett. Look we're at this. Talking over this. Brett's this pick. Like, no, I know, but this is. I have to say, this we're getting is, some this insight is exclusive here. insight. Yes. Shut up, Heath. Shut up, Solo. <laughs> Give us more, Brett, please. <laughs> Give me. Give me the Cardinals. 
Oh man, we missed how we deduced. Damn it. That was my fault, guys. I just think they've been playing better lately. I'll take the Bears. Up in cold Chicago. Yeah, Axel. Doing it for Saturday Night Live. Yeah, I'm going the Bears too. Their defense has started to play. I've seen way too much of the Bears lately. Their defense is starting to play actually good. And Fields is starting to show sign. He's been flashing good flashes again. You know, sometimes he's not so good. He's been playing better. I, I like the Bears here. I heard this is either going to be the rise or the fall of BTK this week. He's got a lot of Revis Islands. I heard Mm -hmm. someone describe the Bears as playing good enough, but not good enough to win, so they keep their draft pick. And I agree. Well, and I I think the one thing they've got going for them is they've already got the basically probably I shouldn't say basically, but they probably have the number one draft or pick already from Carolina. Yeah. So they can. I don't know. I think they they seem like some guys that maybe want to. Well, some of those guys are playing because they want to be there next year, probably too. I don't know. Just, yeah, that's like a tricky. Yeah, that's a tricky one because do the players really? The players don't care about draft picks. No, they don't want their jobs taken. Yeah, yeah. They don't want <laughs> ownership and fans. Yeah, yeah. Yep. no players so, gotta play. It's the NFL. Well, you remember get hurt if you don't. Yeah, remember Lovey Smith screwed the Texans last year by going mm-hmm. for two and winning the game because he knew yep. he was getting fired. Like, yep. It, it was magical. Anyway. Yeah, I think the only time where teams tank on purpose is like what we saw last Thursday when they obviously wanted Staley fired, where they just kind of gave up. I mean, yeah. otherwise, I think I think teams try and win. I mean, unless, yeah. yeah. They're stacked. I, I mean, I got to believe Easton Stick, for his own, would want to play well, but when it, half the team is, doesn't Easton care, Stick. I guess it's tough. Solo really likes Easton Stick for some reason. What's going on with you? are watching too much Oz, Solo. Let's go to the next pick. <laughs> Cowboys hey, Dolphins okay. Sunday 425. Yeah, Brett, this is a first game. There's two games of the week. This is the first one, I think. Yeah. Both are 10 and 4. Dolphins by Ooh. one and a half. At Miami. Hmm. Hmm. This is a tough one. Um give me the Dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. He goes, This is a tough one. Hmm. Give me the Dolphins. You know what? My man. Mike McDaniel, what a weirdo. You got to watch the the in-season Dolphins. It's awesome. I'm picking, sorry, Solo. Cowboys? You're not sorry. Dolphins. (laughs) Go Lachlan. Love you, bro. Yeah, you know, after all of... Love Solo more than me. (laughs) Solo's uh, rants about the Cowboys on the road. I've got to... I think it must... It finally wore me down. I'm going to take the Dolphins here. Well, gents... You're probably right. And if we judge by last week, yeah, Dolphins crushed the Jets 30 to nothing. Not a big feat. Cowboys in their flu and their personal fouls lost to the Bills and no holding calls 31 to Mm. whatever, 10. You're really clinging to that flu solo. Yeah, that's that's (laughs) what the, the kids are saying. But you know what, gents? Cowboys are going to go in and show who's boss and win. I'm taking the Cowboys. Nice. I was playing possum. I'm going with my boys on Revis Island. They're going to win on Christmas Eve for me. Or I'm going to be hammered and passed out by 4 o'clock. <laughs> I like, <laughs> I like and you'll still solo. be texting so nice. us while you're passed out. Let's go. Yeah, I probably will. Somehow. AI. Next up, Sunday night. Axel, and we can maybe all oh. Christmas with Christmas Eve night we can all spend time with the family Ooh. instead of watching the three and eleven Patriots go yeah. to play the seven and seven Broncos. 
Broncos by six and a half at home. What the NFL has obviously, for some reason, they haven't moved this game. (laughs) But I think it's because they they, it's purposefully shitty. So I'm going to go here though with the Broncos. The Pats are terrible. Yeah, they already moved the Patriots Chiefs game last week (laughs) for Monday night, so they probably can't move it two in a row. (laughs) Yeah, six and a half is a lot of points, but I don't think the yeah I. Pats are so bad. The Broncos have got a good defense. I'm thinking the Broncos do. Hmm. You know, for a second there, I thought Tom Brady was coming through that door, <laughs> and I realized it wasn't him. Nope. He has a podcast, though. Yeah, he does. Let's go. Um, I'm tempted to take the points here. But I got to believe on Christmas Eve, the Patriots are going to be cold and they're going to be like, why are we here in Denver? We're seasons, nothing. We've got Bailey Zuppi at the quarterback. We, you know, Belichick's going to be freezing. His son's going to, in his mullet and his weird face is going to be like, I don't want to be here. Give me Denver Broncos minus the six and a half. Even though I think the Broncos are going to fizzle down the stretch. Not this week yeah i'm taking the broncos here too wow we are really agreeing a lot this week yeah a few times but there's some some of these are on some of these bad most of them are on the bad games though yeah next up we've got christmas day early monday one o'clock the chiefs are favored by 10 at home against the raiders Chiefs won this game 31 to 17 a month ago. And you can watch this game on Nickelodeon and watch the slime game. Fun. So this game is a, is a Nickelodeon game for the kids. That's Maybe fun. I'll have Luke watch a little bit. So Chiefs by 10. Yeah. I oh man, I don't like that Chiefs at 10 points, but they covered it the last time they played the Raiders, and they always they always want to beat the hell out of the Raiders. Always. I'm, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Chiefs. Against my better judgment, I'm taking the Chiefs. Aiden Hutchinson O'Connell, Aiden from Sex in the City, mm. going into Chiefs land. Christmas Day. Do the Raiders want to be there? They're six and eight. Huh. That record's better than I thought. Ten's a big number, especially when we're dealing with the Chiefs. But I, I kind of think, I don't think the Raiders are going to be able to do anything. I think this could be actually a low scoring affair for once. But I, I see like the Chiefs 17 to 3. I'm taking the Chiefs. I think I would like to use my switcheroo and I would like to change my Dolphins pick to the Cowboys. <gasps> wow. What? Yeah. <laughs> I, I got a I got a feeling the Cowboys are going to uh show up, at least on defense. And um Andy almost wrote Cowbots. <laughs> yeah, that sounds funny. And I'm also going to take the Chiefs here to Whoa. cover the ten. Yo, I'm on Revis. Has any team ever scored the fifth most points in NFL history, only to come back the next week and be a ten point underdog? 
That's well, kind the week of crazy. before they the week before they scored that they scored zero. Yeah. So <laughs> if anybody can do it, it's the Raiders. I'm going with the Raiders here. I think the Chiefs are going to win, but I think this is going to be surprisingly close. Ooh, Axel's pick of the week. Next up, solo Christmas afternoon, four thirty. The Giants and the Eagles play their first game of the year, first time this year. Eagles are favored by twelve at home. Hmm. It's a high number for the Eagles. I mean, they should kill the Giants, but I think they're only going to win by a touchdown. I think the goodwill of Tommy Cutlets going to the pizzeria for free, he'll be firing his agent soon because he looks like a freaking idiot. No, he doesn't look like an idiot. He's just a guy. He looks like an idiot with those texts, denying the texts is what I meant, not his looks. Give me the frickin' DeVito Giants to cover the number. Mm, I like that pick so low. You do, don't you? So that's why you're going yeah. Philly? <laughs> yeah. You're trying to fake me out? Yeah, I'm going to go Philly here. <laughs> I knew it. I like the pick. I like the Giants pick. But He's mad you didn't take sense. the Eagles because he wanted to take the Giants. So <laughs> that's what's going on here. Any sense? You like their pick, but you're not picking it. So you like the Eagles pick more? He appreciates. Oh, he appre- He meant appreciates, right, Brett? Appreciate. Maybe appreciate. I appreciate. Appreciate. Sure. Yeah. Appreciate. Brett wanted to use a little strategy here, Solo. That's what it is. Um, he wanted to take the Giants. Is Devito playing? Right. He is playing. Right. Didn't he get hurt? I know I there was rumors hurt. that Tyrod that he shouldn't play, but oh, um, I'm gonna take uh, the Giants here. I think that's too many points. Divisional game, Eagles slumping. I'm going with the Giants. I think the Eagles are going to come out with something to prove, and the Eagles are going to cover. I still don't think the Giants have had some decent games, but they're not very good. I, I like the Eagles here. Next up, Brett. The uh, follow Brett. The NFC, the NFC West champion, 49ers that they have clinched the division are going for their seventh win in a row, and the Ravens have won eight of nine and are leading best record in the AFC versus the best record in the NFC. 49ers at home are favored by five. Oh, what a delicious matchup here. I'm going to go with the Baltimore Ravens. Wow. To definitely cover the five. I think the 49ers are going to stomp 49ers. I, I I I don't know, man. They're gonna stop themselves. I think they're gonna <laughs> stop. I think they're so strong. They're coming out. It's Monday night, Christmas. They're gonna unwrap their Christmas gifts, and they're gonna be dancing. And Santa Claus is gonna be there, and there's gonna be some elves. Santa Claus, Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer, and everybody's gonna feral. have a Merry Christmas in San Francisco, but not in Baltimore, where the wire was based. Yeah, these teams are both leading their conferences. They both have the same record. They're both leading their divisions, but the gap is wide. 49ers win by double digits. Yeah. You know. I, I love you, Andel. Good pick. I, I love you too, Axel. Thank you. <laughs> you know, a lot of love on this podcast. Yeah, it's a lot of love. Um, Christmas time is here. 
<laughs> this could be a Super Bowl preview. If you mm. really wanted the two number one seeds. Yep. Yep. You know, we, 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 it could be. Um, there was a quick um, stat that they said last week. This is only the fourth time in Monday Night Football history that two teams with 11 wins have played each other. Wow. Was that Bears, Dolphins from 85? I don't know how late that season was in the season. I know. I thought well, the Dolphins was a lot. That's, you know, for 11 wins. Yeah. No, no. It, it, yeah, that's rare. Because, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, Purdy is looking pretty good. Uh, you know, I, I guess Baltimore's winning. I'm just not, I, I think Baltimore's a good team. I'm just not like in love with them. Um, even though I love Baltimore and the wire, the reference now, Brett, your pick was so good, but I'm going San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It comes back. Sorry, around. What comes around goes around. Solo karma. All right. Well, my picks this week suck. So congratulations, Solo, on widening the gap. Damn. That's a, a reverse jinx if I ever love a gap. Yeah, 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 you that, guys have seven different one picks between the two of you. So odds are something's going to happen. Yeah. Ooh, wow. Okay. All right, And the folks. thing is. Oh, go ahead, Solo. The, oh, no. And the. No. Uh, you know, the thing is. I don't even remember. Never mind. Go ahead, Axel. All right, <laughs> that's folks. That's just wrapping it up. <laughs> we came to the end. It's uh, looking at these games. It's going to be fun. Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. All of our wives what? are ecstatic that there's this much football coming up. <laughs> and, I know. Uh, I can Jesus. hear them right Especially now. Especially the best one is Christmas night. Yeah. But maybe everyone's like tired and fatigued. Yeah, it's fatigued. I definitely. think it's it's going to be good it's that that game's already last. exhausted for Christmas. <laughs> everybody's gonna, here, anyways. Everybody's going to be passed out by then, anyway. So I'll be able to watch that Monday night game yes. in peace. So that was smart. That was smart. NFL. I actually, I would rather this game be Monday night than Sunday night. Yeah, or Monday night, or I'd rather have it that night than earlier in the day on Monday. Yeah, good one. Yep, true that, homie. Yeah, I should be home by four thirty. Wait, so that's. One th- no, I'll still be. I'll be for the Monday. I'll I'll be home for that game. Yeah. All right. It's going to be a great weekend. We hope everyone has a wonderful holiday. If you celebrate it, if you don't, and you're just watching football, we hope you enjoy that as well. It's going to be a lot to watch. Um, we just want to say thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading both James and Manny and Kellum too. We appreciate you listening, all three of you. And uh, Solo, you got anything else? You, you usually have something you want to say. Yeah, I usually have something to say. Hey, you know, I don't want you to go to bed just yet. I know you're exhausted. <laughs> wait two more minutes. Um, yeah, no, I, uh, yeah, Lady Solo has to work on Christmas Eve and is on call all night, as I said, I think last week. So I'm just going to be watching football by myself and my stuffed animals. And my Grogu oh. nightlight. Uh, and your so, shoes. So I'm thinking that Santa Solo might just put a bottle of Tahoe vodka early <laughs> in my there stocking. Go. And uh, I love be, Santa uh, Solo. That sounds great. Santa, Santa Solo is going <laughs> to bring Tahoe Twitter. vodka for everyone um, <laughs> on Twitter. 
but no, I, I don't. I, well, I don't want to be. I, I, yeah, I, I guess that will be day drinking. <laughs> you guys want to text me? I'll be around. Yeah. Uh, so no, I just want to wish you guys a Merry Christmas. Um, and, uh, thank you so much for doing this pod with us and us together. You know, you guys bring it every week and it's a very thankful and it's a lot of fun and it helps the losing tremendously. Um, because it's the only way to get through it. Yeah. Not for me. It's still, it's still terrible. We're all in pain. We're all in pain. I mean, I couldn't, I have a tradition where, well, tradition, but every Monday I have to listen to every like pod i subscribe i didn't listen to any of the mondays because i didn't want to hear about the cowboys bills oh, game yeah i know yeah, <laughs> it was the yeah, one yeah, time i up. skipped it yeah. but i was very excited on tuesday to listen to the eagles losing and what they would say about it so um <laughs> but yeah i mean i did listen to sal and uh bill because sal's a cowboys fan so i have to you know he i know well, that the, their, their episode was almost like a memorial service from sal so yeah, no. so I was like, God, this sounds like listening to solo after a Cowboys loss. Well, it's just the trickle effect. Like if they got to, they go go to Miami and lose, then they're pressing against Detroit, and then next thing you know, oh, get right game against Washington, go in the limp in the playoffs. It, it, it just like Axel said, I, honestly, at this point, I uh, was going to have the power rankings out, but I'm going to save them for next week. I mean, I just can't see the Niners losing. Something weird has to happen. I mean, last year. Brock Purdy hurt himself against the Eagles and they had some quarterback off the street in. Remember that? Yeah. Um, yep. That was terrible. Uh, injuries. So, I mean, injuries. That sucks. And the way this year has been going, it can happen at any time. Hell no. Hell, Cooper Rush could be throwing the ball around in Miami. I hope not because I want Dak to be able to try to, you know, get this team somewhere. But. Uh, yeah, no, just thankful for everything. Love football. Love you guys. And uh, everyone out there listening, have a safe weekend. And uh, we'll uh, talk to you next week. Anything you guys want to say and or BTK? Before Happy Festivist. Yes. I'm airing my yes. grievances. <laughs> That's kind of what we do on this podcast, exactly. isn't it? So, <laughs> yeah, just every, echo everything you said, Solo. It's, it, this makes the football season so much more fun doing this. It's made me a bigger football fan, actually. So it's, uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. And I hope everybody has a fun and safe Christmas and happy holidays and everything else that goes along with it. So, yeah, till next week. All right, everybody. DVR Podcast, check us out. Peace. Welcome to Easton Stick. <laughs>